I was visiting a bar, and in he walked. You saw his face? His face? No. I mean, every step he took towards the light, just when you thought his face was about to be revealed, it wasn't. It was as if the lights dimmed just for him. They called him a loner. I know who you are. Really? You kill drug dealers. They killed the woman I love. You ruined my life. They called him a miss. You've heard stories of that man that carries a guitar case full of weapons. Find him and kill him. I hope you don't think you can take someone like Ucho all by yourself. Really? They made the mistake of calling his bluff. Is there something in the guitar case? My guitar? Now, it's time to face the music. Let's play. Desperado. of video recordings has actually led to a downtick in uh, videos that have been proving people are lizard people <laughs> because with with the higher fidelity videos it's like you can stop start and stop uh, but, so but what about this whole new thing where you can just make videos of whatever the fuck you want that look like well, they're real is it called deep like it's called deep something or other isn't it I don't know what it's called I've just heard some talk about it it's fucking crazy I've seen it. It's so you nuts. can make people say audio wise whatever you want them to say, yeah. and you can just make videos. Mm-hmm. You can make a video. Radio of a, Lab did a whole thing on it. Yeah. Yeah. Obama said yeah, a whole yeah. bunch of shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But now you have the the you can do the videos where they're like taking like so all this facts is gonna get a whole lot. Yeah, but they, more nebulous. You can prove things. those things are fake if you want to. Yeah, but people don't want to. They don't want to know the truth. Oh my god. They don't want to know. Well, you know what? what? And with what that, is truth? What is truth? <laughs> what is truth? And with that, welcome back to Action Action, uh, your podcast that delves into the highs and lows of action movies, action cinema. We're gonna rate them all. With me, as <laughs> always, obviously, is uh, James. Hey, and Dustin. Yeah, hi. So, how's your week been, guys? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, can't complain. Pretty can't good. complain. Yeah, yeah. So, is there anything you guys want to recommend or shout out before we get going? <clears throat> Anything you want to talk about? Anything that's popped up? Uh, I watched Evil Genius. Oh, yeah. You guys are really into the true crimes. Yeah, just one into the other. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I never heard that story before. It was pretty crazy. I don't know much about it. I do have it on my watch list. I haven't got to it yet. Oh, yeah. She's a fucking crazy person. Yeah. The whole story is crazy. Do you, th- do you think that the... Spoiler alerts here for... Evil Genius, which came out months ago. Uh, do you think that the pizza guy was in on it? I don't think so. Dustin, I hope you don't care that we're giving some parts away. The moment doesn't really give much away, but... You don't think so? I think he was in on it, but he wasn't. He didn't realize that it was a real bomb. I think he was in, in on it to a, de- like a very small degree, but I don't think he realized what exactly he was in on. He didn't. He didn't realize what he was in for. Oh, this is the yeah. one where they made that comedy movie with Danny McBride and um, Thirty Minutes or Less, man. Yeah, yeah, Thirty Minutes or Less. Yeah, yeah. great movie. What's, what's his face? Nerdy, nerdy guy. What's yeah, 
you know, the Facebook. Face, Facebook guy? Lex Luthor. Facebook. Uh, <laughs> I can't yeah. think of his name. Jesse, um, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Owens. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. He's a good actor. Yeah, is he Sansari? Was he the other? Was he in that too? Yeah, he's his best friend. Shit, I don't remember that. And takes place in Michigan. But yeah, so it's basically that movie is the roughly the plot of roughly, the yeah. actual events. Yeah. I like that movie. It's not, I mean, it's not good. I just like it's it. It's the guy that did like Zombie Land, right? Or Michael Pena is in it. And oh, I love Pena. Love Michael Pena, Pena is the one of the greatest living actors. He's great. He's amazing in everything he does. He plays a drug dealer. Yeah. Uh, probably watch it again if I have a chance at some point. Yeah, I mean, so I don't remember it very well. It's fun, fun movie. Any recommendations or things that you want to talk about or? I watched people, uh, people, things. Think, th- uh, <laughs> <laughs> things people should avoid. Things they should avoid. Oh. Other than the Noid, obviously. <laughs> well, I watched um, Yojimbo, the Kurosawa movie, and I saw it. I think I saw it like a long, long time ago. But it's uh, it's a samurai flick as most of his movies are um and it was remade as a fistful of dollars the clint eastwood spaghetti western i am nodding yes and then it was remade again as last man standing with bruce willis as like a gangster kind of movie and uh that one i watched a few times because i was like a bruce willis fanatic when i was young and uh i was like oh man watching you jimbo again it's like it is the exact same plot like just laid out like each step of everything that happens is exactly the same oh really yeah uh, maybe we'll have to do last man standing yeah. all time on this <laughs> on this podcast what else did i watch i watched uh oh i watched that mom and dad movie oh you did i yeah. also watched the mom and dad movie didn't live up to what i was hoping for um no there was some moments quick so quick review of the mom and dad movie um, Nicholas Cage yeah. goes, he goes, he goes eight and a half, yeah, eight, and a, eight and a half rage cage. Ra- yeah. Rage cages. <laughs> he almost gets there. Almost gets there. I think that he just doesn't, it's a really short movie. Yeah, it's short. I like the ending. What was the very end? I was kind of zoning Do you want me out. to tell you? Yeah, oh yeah. Spoilers for mom and dad. Do you, want me to tell, do you mind if I tell you, James? Yeah, you can tell me. So, and it was kind of something I was thinking about the entire time because the entire time they're like, killing kids right like from like infant babies yeah some virus happens where for 24 well, no, hours they don't say virus well they don't necessarily specify what is, is it only for 24 it. hours yeah and then it goes away wasn't doesn't it does it yeah i think so i don't remember that part <laughs> you guys even forget the plot well, of the movie you know, i gotta be honest i wasn't i was you i don't know i was like looking at my phone and shit while i was watching because it, oh, it wasn't it wasn't super captivating I, did, I was doing that too i don't remember it being a 24-hour virus i think they don't they don't know why it was happening yeah they don't know why it has something to do with static Suddenly, I think it's parents like parents want to kill their children. I think right. it has something to do with like fucking. Um, it's supposed to be like a, like somebody's putting something through like the, the the air the airwaves the airway like the TV and radio. Mm. Anyway, long story short, people kill their kids. They do a good job of like making it watchable by not like, like ice picking like a, like a two month old, <laughs> like so like. They do a good job of that, at least. Oh, so the end is they have them tied up in the basement. The end is, is that the mom... So this is what I was thinking the entire movie. It was like, oh, do only do only grown-ups... Do adults want to kill their small kids? Oh, right. Or do, like, 
grandmas. Yeah, Lance Henriksen and yeah, want to kill up their to kill Nicholas Cage. So they because show he's oh. his son. <laughs> so they show up and kill the wife. I think I can't even remember. Uh, the they, movie was they not. Ki- they end up killing the grandma because they, she's they kill both of them. Yeah, they kill the dad too. That's right. Anyway, the the parents show Nicholas Cage's parents show up, and it's like a it's like they're a, supposed to come over for dinner. It's a and they're meanwhile trying gun. to kill their parents, right. Yeah. right? And they show up and start trying to kill them because they're the parents. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fun B I'm movie. I'm still gonna watch it. It's a totally fun B movie to like. It wasn't. It wasn't a, like outright terrible. It just I I was hoping for a bit more. Okay, well there's craziness. Some, there's some really stupid shit that's like filler, where like. Nicholas Cage is like putting together a pool table in his basement somehow secretly from his wife. And yeah. it's like a really it's supposed to be this like a really emotional like cathartic moment between them and it's like you fucking suck, dude. Like you just suck. Like you want to fuck teenage girls in your your Trans Am. So instead Well, wasn't that a memory of him fucking, fucking his some, wife? No, it wasn't his wife. Oh. Cuz there's a point where he's like, yeah, yeah, I dated girls other than your mom, little guy. Oh yeah, when he's talking about yeah, sounds, he's a fucking loser. <laughs> he's a total fucking loser. And yeah. is that actually him in like young guy? Oh, I don't makeup. Know. I doubt it. <laughs> young. Guy. I think I don't know. I can't remember now. It's kind of drunk. <laughs> that would be awesome. It's just. <laughs> He's it's like just driving a, a, a flashback, but it's it's pretty it's him it's with he, different yeah, hair. He's driving a Trans Am <laughs> with his like same. fucking topless like twenty year old like on his lap, and he's like doing like donuts, donuts. in a parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> and then he crashes. Then he, yeah, that's what happens. He crashes it. I give the whole movie away. Who gives a fuck? So let's talk about each scene. Uh, Should do a mom and dad review on this is a pre mom and dad review. Anyway, yeah. mom, we get into our real mom, mom and dad six and a half out of ten. <clears throat> yeah, you're a little more generous than I would have been. Oh really? Yeah. Five. I think I give it like four out of ten, maybe. Four. Fuck. Maybe five. I don't know. Maybe I'm being generous today. I'm thinking about it, and I think I'm remembering it being better than it actually. <laughs> yeah, was. from the way you're describing it, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a more fun movie than the yeah, one I watched. Yeah, sounds like I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, nothing was gonna stop you. Let's get into the movie. We'll be right back after this. Uh, let's take a little break, and then we'll talk about 1995's Desperado. So I believe this was Dustin's pick. Yeah. Dustin, what made you pick Desperado? Oh, I haven't seen it in a while, and it was definitely a favorite of mine when I was a teenager. Uh, I saw it in the theater. It was the first Robert Rodriguez movie. I think this is only his second movie, right? He did El Mariachi. Yeah, El Mariachi and, and then this. And yeah, I had uh, a lot of good memories of it. Uh, yeah, I used to own it on VHS and watch it all the time. So I owned... Um Dead Man on Campus on VHS. <laughs> Are you saying that we should do all the movies that we owned on, on VHS? No, but I did think this one applied to our podcast parameters. <laughs> there is some action in Dead Man on Campus. I would love to get you guys in a room and watch it. 
I think I've seen it. I love I that movie. I think you probably made me watch it at some point. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, I think it's a good movie. It's like a typical, de- like, what are like James Ryan movies where it's like. Biodome, Encino Man. Yeah, we have like a, a cult like love for like Dead Man on Campus, Idle Hands. Uh, <laughs> Idle Hands. I know uh, this chick named Carl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the Christmas movie that we as our trapped in trapped in paradise? I was actually watching some clips earlier today from Where trapped in paradise. What a shocker! <laughs> yeah, well, because I was trying to remember a specific quote. If he says uh, he's got scallions or scrapple, he's, no, he doesn't. He says scrapple. No, what he says is he says uh, I'm just eating some scrapple. And then he says, he's got scallions. Oh, that's what it is. Because every time they say, he's got scallions, you're like, no, that's wrong. I thought he said, I used to think he said scallions. And then I thought I I looked it up and I thought it said scrapple. So I went through the whole movie to that part to see it. And that's what he says. (laughs) Even I remembered that, that line. Um, Desperado. So Desperado. <laughs> I know yeah. you guys are always trying to work in some Trapped in Paradise <laughs> into the conversation. Man, I love that movie. This is a Trapped in Paradise fan cast. Jeez. Oh, so anyway, Desperado. It's been a while since you've seen it. I haven't seen this movie probably since 1998. Oh, yeah? Like, it's been a long time. I think I probably saw it sooner than that, but uh, it has been a while. For I sure. have no idea when I saw this. Yeah, but you had seen it before? Oh, yeah, a long time ago. I also watched El Mariachi. Uh You've got, for you've got time, dude. I do. Well, El Mariachi is only like an hour and 20 minutes long. Isn't this movie like an hour and 28 minutes long? No. No, this was an hour 40. Oh, okay. But, um... Well, maybe that has something to do with uh, what I'm going to rate it for pacing. Maybe I thought it was a <laughs> pretty good clip. Uh, El Mariachi... Did you, have you ever watched that? Mm-mm. Desperado is the sequel to El Mariachi, which Robert Rodriguez made for seven grand... Yeah, didn't he? Isn't like the whole thing like he used a wheelchair as a as a dolly and yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. But I mean, watching it now, I you know that's one I also hadn't seen in a really long time. I don't think I've ever watched it. I I mean, it's it's not great, but it's really impressive what he does for seven thousand dollars. Like you can see, okay, he like you can see that he had ability and. You know, he makes he does some interesting shots and stuff. But you thought like, oh man, one day this guy's gonna make a trilogy based on Spy Kids. <laughs> you could tell that was coming down the lava, pike. Lava Girl is right around the corner. This guy's gonna make oh, the he faculty did Spy Kids. Yeah, based on like some bullshit his kids said. What his kids like wrote those movies? I think. Yeah, or at least they were involved in the they, like, creation somehow. He was pr- I think he was. I don't, I'm. I don't know if this is true. I'm pretty sure that's. Uh, he was like his kids like told him the stories and then like he wrote them. Yeah. Oh, Shark Girl and Lava Boy or something. Yeah, yeah. Like he just like did what the kids like, he made kids movies based on like what fucking dumb little kids like. Hmm. And apparently they're good. I mean the first one was supposed to be good. Hmm. Okay, I don't know. They came out a long time I never, ago. I never saw them. But. I don't think you're really into watching kids like those kind of kids movies when you like, when you're in your early twenties. Yeah. Like I was. Right. It's not like a Finding Nemo situation. <laughs> it's not a Pixar uh, crossover appeal. But yeah. Oh, by the way, hot take, Finding Nemo, overrated. Agreed. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so this is the sequel. Uh, and, you know, you get that right in the opening scene when he's having that dream where he's playing guitar in the bar. 
and yeah. then he sees like that's that is the that is the bad guy from the first movie, the guy in white. Who, oh yeah, and the guy that he lights the match on his face. That's like his right hand man. That was pretty awesome. I mean, like to so jump right into quotes and tropes and things like that. To have a a, a bad guy like a, a henchman just stand there and get a match lit on his face is pretty fucking badass. Yeah, so that happens a couple times in El Mariachi. He lights... Well, it's, it, lights it shouldn't happen more than once. It happens twice. But he does it as sort of a punishment for fucking something up or whatever. But, uh, yeah. Uh, this movie starts out so great. Just yeah. like with Steve Buscemi coming in and telling the story. So who wrote that? It seems pretty Tarantino-ish. I was like watching it. and there's an, like, My first note is Steve Buscemi... And Cheech, like Cheech, right away. And then my second note is, did Tarantino write this? It really feels like it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say he did. I'm not going to take anything away. And then you have the, the Tarantino himself coming in as that it, character and delivering that joke. Yeah. Um, apparently that role was written like to be him. Like, oh, it's really? just supposed to be him. Well, I was wondering. So it's written to be him and it's written as, it's apparently not written by him. Yeah, well, I mean, he doesn't have any credit for it. Like, I'm going to say right now, Tarantino, I do not believe, wrote this movie. I might accidentally allude to it multiple times <laughs> at different parts, but... He might have helped write scenes. He really feels like he wrote they, that. They colla- they've collaborated a lot, right? Yeah. So Yeah, I definitely get the feeling that he's wrote part of it. Is this the best Tarantino... In a movie? In a movie? I think it well, might it's be. it's between this and Pulp Fiction. He's real. I think it's this, like hands down. It's pretty great. <laughs> He's actually great. Yeah, I mean because it's just, it's just him. He doesn't have to act, right? He's just doing himself. Well, yeah. And there's no yeah. fucking stupid Australian accent or yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. There's no Tarantino. I don't know. It's like the least coked up Tarantino, <laughs> or the most, or the most. Yeah, maybe this is maybe this is peak Tarantino. <laughs> I mean, he's enjoyable in From Dusk Till Dawn, too, I suppose. But uh, yeah. I mean, as the weird, like, pervert guy. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but, like, like he's not distractingly bad in that movie, is what I mean, I guess. Cause no. He, he, you know, when you put a guy like him in there, like... I would say that he's actually... He could en- be. He's actually enjoyable in this he's movie, He's not Stephen though. King level of, <laughs> of oh <my> terrible <laughs> show. Like, I, I love Stephen King. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I can't... I can barely get through his books. <laughs> the endings are garbage for the most part, but what is not, not as strong suit. <laughs> but his they're, they're fuck they're long. A lot of them are long, but there's lots of short ones too. Di- like Dickens, like you should read some of his detail. short stories because honestly, short stories are hard. His short stories are great. I have that one collection of short stories I started reading. Which one? I don't know. It's got an orange cover. We'll talk. Um, <laughs> we'll save that for Steve Cast. Um, Steve Cast. King Cast. Uh. I lost. Oh yeah, Stephen King shows up though, and he like he just looks like a drunk that was hit with a <laughs> shovel in like a like like a forties like silent film, where like his like one eye is going somewhere, and like there's like should be birds above his head. I actually just saw him as an obnoxious drunk guy. Uh, I was watching the Romero movie Night Riders. Oh yeah, did I, I talk to you about this? Yeah, movie? not really, but go ahead. This is uh, this the weirdest. It's like a kind of a circus troupe of people traveling around. And they joust and they wear armor like knights, but they ride motorcycles instead of horses to do it. Okay. And there's like, anyway, Stephen King's in the crowd for one of these jousting and he's just like, 
yeah, he's, he's Stephen terrible, King. But, Stephen King, but looks, makes me laugh. He looks like, uh, like, like the first image of a post bit zombie. <laughs> like well, before, now he's like old. Like before he starts to decay, <laughs> like he's like. I guess oh, I'm gonna yeah, have to watch some clips now. Just like anything with him, he's like. Oh, he's, yeah. a, he's a weird. Like, he's guy. been he's been bit. Like, I, I think he's I, once again. I think he's great. Like. Everything he's, he's everything he says is like spot on. Like yeah. his commentary on like almost anything is a like great, mm. especially on how much he hates James Pattison. <laughs> um, is, it Ch- is it Pattison he hates or is it the Patterson? other guy? No, it's the uh, it's the fucking Dan Brown. Dan Brown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had some. Yeah, he didn't care for Twilight. There's lots. Of, anyway, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, it's my job to completely derail this at any and just get us on a, a different tangent. I want to get back to the Bashemi telling the story because he's so young. He's, yeah, he's young, but it's just he just fucking nails it. He does. Just the, it's so funny when he's like, yeah. I mean, this place was full of scumbags, not real class act guys like you got in here. Yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. Oh, it's so good. He kills it. He's great. It's mm. like one of my favorite opening scenes for any of the movies that we've watched so far. And that's something I really noticed this time watching this movie. The first half of it is pretty great, and then it just slowly starts to kind of taper off as it as it goes on. I found. Yeah, yeah, I definitely thought the beginning was the best part. Well, but you've then got a, it's just kind of yeah. Well, you got a couple of really good shootouts near yeah. the beginning. You got lots of the funny stuff with Steve Buscemi and Cheech. Like Cheech is fucking awesome too in his bit. Yeah. As the bartender. You got the scene with Tarantino, like all this like funny stuff and great action stuff. And then once he kinda meets Selma Hayek, it just kinda gets like an unnecessary boring. sex scene. Yeah, there's a total unnecessary sex scene. And it, and the movie just kind of slows right the fuck down at that point. Yeah. Uh, I agree. It's it does slow down. Um I think the reveal of the brother is kinda lame. Oh yeah, it's totally lame. Like, <laughs> it's so cliche. Why he's your brother, but like so from what I understand about Mexican drug gangs is that when a guy is that big and powerful, everybody knows who they are. Yeah. And he doesn't realize that this is a brother. I mean, I can accept in the movie that this is just a fictional whatever. And it's not supposed to be like, oh, this is what real drugs and triads and whatever shit. Triads. And triads you know what I mean? Uh what do you, what's the t- cartel shit you know mixed cu- mixed cultures i think yeah, yeah. my my apologies <laughs> i don't want to offend any triads because um, uh, of all the people we are not offending we will offend the cartels we do not offend <laughs> triads we are sorry <laughs> um it's just i don't know like that that doesn't bother me so much i mean it is a dumb reveal that it's, it's a dumb brother reveal. yeah I do, I do like that guy in the role of Bucho. He's really great. Yeah. I looked him up. He's been in tons of stuff. I've oh, yeah. seen him again. Yeah, I've seen him lots of times. So. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> um, Danny, uh, other characters will just keep running through them. Um, I thought Cheech was really great. Yeah. He's as the bartender. And then the, hilarious. the guy who is sitting beside Steve Buscemi. Mm-hmm. And then shows up later. The guy who also works for Bucho. Yeah, yeah, he's also really great. Like, there's really great comedic timing. Yeah, with like everybody in the movie. Yeah, and even El Mariachi, you could see he already had that like a touch with the comedic yeah. parts. It's really great. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is a, a good thing or a bad thing. The the Danny Trejo character, like, is it funny 
or is it like lame? I don't know. Like Danny Trejo is like kind of this like international man of mystery kind of like just like popping around corners and like not talking. And then he pretty much shows up yeah, he's and then there. dies. Yeah. The cartels send him in to like find the mariachi who's killing so many of their men. Antonio Banderas. And then, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't get too much to do. He has that one knife throwing scene where he's chasing, yeah. he kills Buscemi. Speaking of and which. he gets Banderas with a bunch of knives. I've been thinking about buying throwing knives. <laughs> okay. I brought this up before I saw the movie. I don't know if that's a good idea. I saw this kid on YouTube. Uh-huh. And he like learned to like throw knives. Cool. And okay. I was like, I got a back. I have a passing fascination. <laughs> well, I was like, I got I got forty bucks for some knives. <laughs> okay. I could learn to toss them. You like, got forty bucks for you could spend on a lot of things. Yeah, but mm. I got forty. I got this designated knife money. Knife throwing money. I thought it'd be kind of fun to learn how to throw a knife. I don't know. Is that like wearing a fedora though? Like, is that like a really lame, like trait? Like, hey, ladies, <laughs> I throw knives. Is there much of a difference between that and like trying to like, I don't know, wearing a fedora and trying to like nag someone? Well, it's not like you're gonna wear your knives out and be like, yeah, I throw knives. You know, you could you could wear well, like one of these them. jackets, I, like I wear like Danny Trejo wears yeah. in the movie, and have uh, I can wear under like, open my, your jacket and you yeah. got like a whole row of. I got, a, I got a pretty slick, like, like Columbia shell I could wear it under. I think it'd look pretty cool. Oh, man. Yeah, this, you try that. I th- wait, wait, <laughs> if, I could, if I could just throw a knife, like, that'd be pretty cool. If I could just throw a knife. Somebody throws up a playing card, and you're just like, whoosh, yeah, nail it out of the air. Everybody's like, oh, my God. Holy fuck. And then they just shoot you. Why would anybody shoot me in my backyard at a barbecue <laughs> where I throw knives? You're, you're Canadian. You should probably, it should probably be, like, axe. Axe throwing. I think it would be cool to throw throwing. axes. Yeah. I could learn throwing an axe. I mean... <sighs> then, you know, you've always got that as a backup for, like, if someone breaks in your house. And they do sell holsters for axes. You can just throw an axe at the fucker. So you're going to carry around an axe? Thinking about it. It's <laughs> like, has a holster Thinking about an axe? <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm scared about the time we're in, you know? I might have to carry an axe around. Maybe it's fucking zombies. Oh, it has nothing to do with being scared. It has something to do with just, like... Preparation. I don't know. Maybe like an axe is a cool thing to carry around. People be like, "Why the fuck do you have an axe?" I don't know. Your belt. Why don't you shut the fuck up? Maybe there's some wood to chop. Let me some wood. Let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah, I'll make a lot of axe puns. (laughs) Danny Trejo. I think this is the first thing I remember. Well, I've probably saw him in other stuff before this, but this is the first thing where I was like, I, I pretty, knew who, like, I took he, note of who he pretty was. Pretty sure I saw him in a double mint commercial before he's, this. He's definitely a waste in this. I feel. Uh, I think he's. Uh, it's I, a cool character. He just doesn't. He doesn't get to say anything. Yeah. Which is kind of part that's of that's kind of lame. Fun of, well, it's kind of part of the fun of the character. But I think though. that it's. I think at this point it might be okay. I think in retrospect, at the knowing, time. yeah, at the time I think it's probably it was it, it was probably amazing, but like knowing. Danny Trejo now and like how funny he can be and like, yeah and everything about him. He's just meant to look like an imposing yeah badass in this, right? If this is when and he wasn't someone where everyone yeah right like you're saying like yeah. everyone knows who fucking Danny Trejo is now. If they see him like he's instantly recognizable. At of this course. point, he's just like oh this is a fucking badass looking guy. Yeah. He has a huge tattoo on his chest. As far as I'm concerned, if this if this is what had to happen for Danny Trejo to be a part of like <laughs> our everyday lexicon, then. Fantastic. I mean, we'll have to do machete at some point. Yeah, I will. We'll do machete. <laughs> Is that maybe that's how he made it up to him? 
He made he made two movies starring Danny Trejo. I think. Well, I don't think he had a career before this. Well, he was in stuff. He was in lot. He had lots of roles before this. Yeah, yeah. In like prison. Well, he started. I think the first movie he's in was like Runaway Train. With Never Eric coming Rob, back. Eric Roberts and uh, what's his face? On Angelina Jolie's run dad. Runaway Train on a on a one way track. And Heat came out the same year as this. And oh, did it really? In, and he was in Heat, so. This is when he was. This heat. is when he was starting to. Heat's the movie that we have to do machete because I'm not allowed to do heat. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll have to do. We'll have to give in and do heat at some point. Um, I mean, if we hey, we did the train movie. I mean, you picked Pelham no. one two three. What we you, did? You picked no, that. You picked that. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> the way I remember it is that you picked Pelham one two three. And well, let's go back and if, listen to the that, tape. <laughs> if that counts as an action movie, then so does Heat. You okay. picked Pelham and Den of Thieves. Oh, we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> and Octagon. <laughs> Don't push Octagon on me. Um, but the action scenes in this are really fun. And that's the other thing that's kind of disappointing as it goes on. Because the first two scenes are really good. And even, um, you know, the knife throwing or whatever. But then at the end of the movie, when he goes to Bucho's complex... And he, you know, we see him shoot Bucho, and then it just fades to white, and yeah. then we don't see the rest of the shootout. Apparently, there was a whole shootout scene that was cut because they got an NC seventeen oh, really? rating. <laughs> so then he was like, "Oh, do I chop this up and try to like make it, you know, better, like for getting our rating?" And then eventually, he just decided to make it fade to white instead of having the scene there. Oh. So we could have had another really cool action sequence at the end of the movie. I think it needed one. It did because it needed to pick back up because we kind of get into that like yeah slow you know hanging out with Carolina and all that stuff. Like I, I will say the first scene between them when she's like removing the bullet from his arm, I think that's a really fun scene and, that's good. and they have some like funny chemistry and stuff there. But then everything after that with the two of them is just like bleh. I would agree. Yeah. I think that it's just kind of. Uh, it falls into bad action cliche. Yeah. After that, um, I mean, I'm all about we should have more women in movies, but they shouldn't just be what Catalina is. Well, she was involved in the shootout scene at the end of the movie that was cut out of the movie. Yeah, and that's it's kind of unfortunate because it pretty much she just is nothing. She's just like the damsel in distress, right? That he yeah. needs to save. Um, speaking of other wasted characters, I don't understand what happened with them. Was uh, the brother? Um, Bucho? Huh? Oh, the brother that tries out? Yeah, the brother that like has the fight. Oh, it's oh, a cousin. The, the cousin. The cousin. Yeah, 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 yeah. He gets shot um, well, it's a fucking, while falling but, to the ground. But he's introduced as a character that's supposed to have something. Something. And he's just as nothing. Like He is, is there, the one who kills Danny Trejo in that scene. But that, he, there's no, that doesn't mean anything. No. It seems like there would have been something more yeah. to do with him. But he's just a side character, and uh, I mean that scene when they introduce him is kind of fun with the fight and stuff. It is, but if you can't it, beat Christos. I'm not interested. Christos, get the fuck in there. <laughs> yeah, but then there's no payoff for it. Like you yeah. expect it to come yeah. down to to like uh, El Mariachi. He's just like not as f- faceless as the rest of the guys that get blown away. I guess, but that's I that's guess, it. But that then why introduce him? Yeah, it, it should have just been two guys fighting. He should have killed somebody with that leg brace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even if they had introduced him as just not my, my cousin, if they just had just guy. been like, hey, there's a new guy trying yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, new guy. 
fight Christo. If you can't fight Christo, then you're not worth shit. Like, mm. then fight Christo. But by giving him that, like, familial connection, it elevated him to, like, something has to, to happen. Like something, yeah. And that just, yeah, didn't work for me. Yeah, that's fair enough, for sure. Um, one thing I do want to talk about is, I realized something while watching this movie. I, I, I took a note about it, and I kind of read it over, and it sounds stupid. Stupid on my paper. So I'll re kind of say it. Um, I like how in movies like this, like these action movies where like, obviously there's lots of like gunplay and like gunfighting and stuff like that, where it's, everything is so unrealistic as Mm -hmm. to the way that guns really work. Sure. (laughs) I, I, I just really, really like it. And it just like emphasizes to me, how much of a fantasy and like fake world mm-hmm. all of this really is where like the guns are more like when he's like dancing around on the, on the bar, on the bar, and he's doing those like moves where yeah. he's shooting. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it, it and I, that's like, that's how people are like, Oh, you know, how can you be pol- like think the way you think about like guns and like violence and stuff like that. And then like these kind of movies and it's just such a fantasy. Like it's such a, outside of like the, the realms of reality. Yeah. His guns are pretty much extensions of his hand. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like they, there's no physics means nothing to these guns. And it's more of like this, like dance that kind of that happens or like this, like, yeah. Oh, like, well, yeah. I mean, the action in this is clearly heavily influenced by John Woo. Yeah. But I, and I kind of, I, I love that. Like where you are watching it, you're disconnected knowing like, Oh, this is not how, you know, like it, yeah, you this know, isn't realistic. When you're in watching any Band sense. of Brothers, like mm-hmm. you're watching it and you have a completely different feeling. Right. Like you're like, oh, this it's going, is it's the, grounded, grounded in far more of a real, realistic feeling. And you, you don't, you don't enjoy, you don't enjoy it. Yeah. If you understand what I mean when I, you say, I, I get what you're saying. Like you don't enjoy the gunplay. You're not taking the same kind of uh, there's like fun glee. and pleasure out of an action in something like that where it's like, okay, this is like real fucked up shit that happened versus yeah. Like the, the war is hell type shit. Right. Right. Where this is like, this is a funny dancing man with like, <laughs> funny with magic hands, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like who, who like shoots people and like bad guys die. It's not clear. Uh, how does he become so good at killing people? He's a mariachi and he can just kill the shit out of everyone. Well, and those other guys come too at the end and, he would, they were part of his band, his brother. Oh, his, oh, his yeah, friends, yeah, his friends. friends. Campa and Kino. Yeah. And I, I think that that's, what's so fun about movies like this. And a lot, most of the movies that we watch where like the violence is so stylized and ridiculous. Like when we watch the raid, yeah, right. Like that's obviously nobody's like doing a flip and kneeing somebody through a fucking floor. <laughs> No. You know what I mean? That movie right. is amazing. <laughs> it really is. Or like Mad the Max. The brutality. And Mad Max where like violence is like this symphony of like it's like, true. Like pain and craziness. Yeah. And in this movie it's like they 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 intertwine the violence and the and the music. The music and the gunplay and everything like so well that like while I was watching it, I was like, "Oh, I, I totally get it." Yeah, and like I, I and I, I it, just got it in that moment, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." And like, it's okay that it doesn't actually make sense that 
that's what they're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make sense, and I'm glad it doesn't make sense. Yeah, because I can I can enjoy it more because of how outlandish it is. Right. Yeah, it's pretty cartoony. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I wanted to talk about Kampa and Kino just for a second. The two buddies. Oh, what were you gonna say about them? The two friends that come with the guitar cases. Like it's kind of cool that they they come and they do that, but it's almost like a waste. Yeah, they just show up and then they get killed. And then they get killed. I mean, we get to see them use their special it was, guitar cases. Yeah, which is great. It was no. too bad they couldn't, like, they didn't stick around. I wanted them to, like, get wounded or something like that and then survive to, like, the final. Yeah. There should have been, like, a final scene. Final or shooter. even one of them had have died. Yeah. Or, like, was wounded so bad they couldn't go on. It feels a little pointless that they showed up and we just get that one but like bit yeah him. and the one guy all he has is like a rocket launcher yeah his guitar case is a rocket launcher and that's it <laughs> yeah like you're kind of putting like, yourself way out there standing in the middle of the street pretty silly at that point yeah and that's... then the other guy has the two that shoot like machine guns the other guy campa uh who has the machine gun ones that's the guy who was the mariachi in the first movie oh okay so he was the original Elmer. So is there a reason that he wasn't in this? Yeah, because he's not gonna put. He's not gonna sell tickets to fucking people. Was to Antonio see the movie. Banderas selling tickets at that point? Well, people had like knew. Do they? He, they saw him in a few things like before what? this. Uh, was like Mambo Kings, and he had a couple. Uh-huh. He had a couple roles before this, I think. But um, so yeah, he wasn't like a big star, but I don't know. He was somebody, and he also let's be honest, he looks a hell of a lot. More handsome than Jesus Christ than is he the guy fucking good looking. <laughs> I go to Diana, I like my wife, and I say, I was like, holy shit. Like he's so he's so good looking. They're both like the him and Selma Hayek. <laughs> like pretty so, pretty damn good looking people. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean yeah. Selma Hayek is still great looking. She's sure. a beautiful woman. I did look up Antonio Banderas. He's not looking as good. <laughs> yeah. That's funny because usually men can tend to age better. She's she's definitely aged a lot better. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Than he has. He he looks a little sick. Apparently the entire crew showed up on the day they were shooting the sex scene because they all wanted to Ugh. see. Gross. It was just a closed room apparently with Rodriguez and, the, and them. Nobody oh, really? else was allowed in. Well, Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of the They're like, hey, we're gonna go down and watch this. I got a simulated sex scene. Yeah, <laughs> nothing more I like to see than a, the guy wear a dick sock <laughs> and a couple of titties. They could have just waited for the fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. That the whole sex scene didn't even need to be in. The no, movie. there's no. It's so superfluous in this movie. Yeah, it should have been out. Teenage me was into it, uh, but now watching it, I'm like, what the? What the? Why is this in here? Like, it doesn't belong in here. It doesn't. I but I, I don't think it ever pretty much belongs in an action movie, especially unless it's like like a Wayne's World, like extreme close up sexy. You know what I mean? Like completely stupid yeah. and like I don't think that nudity like you could you could just imply that they had sex. Like there's no reason to actually there's no have be- and it's like all like erotic. There's candles. That's what I, th- I think that's what the point is though. Is that like weird like like the sexual like the sexuality of it. She's sucking on his chin. It's like it's like oh okay. And they're like licking this each other. A lot of licking each other. There's like this doesn't in, enforce how much they care about each other in any way. No, yeah. this just seems like it was put in. It's just so like that a you quick see okay. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't fit with the theme of the movie, like action wise. No. Yeah. Uh, one other thing, and it's a part of the reason I think that the movie again 
really slows down. Yeah, yeah. If they if they should have taken that scene out and put the extreme gunfight in at the end. Yes. Better movie. Yeah. I'd um, love, I wish there was a cut. I'd love to see a cut with that final shootout in it. Is there a... Uh, so when he... There's a part where he opens up his gun or she opens up his gun his case. guitar case, yeah. Is that the cock gun? Yeah, the cock gun. Is that the cock gun from... In From Dust Till Dawn. From Dust Till Dawn? Yes. It's used in From Dust Till That's Dawn. That's what I again. thought. I was like, oh, this is yeah. the From Dust Till Dawn's sex gun. Sex machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Savini. Yeah. Have you seen From Dust Till Dawn, James? Yeah, a long time ago. Uh, yeah. We got to do it at some... Maybe for how, like Horror Rock Month, we'll do it. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Coming that, up again. It's a fun movie. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, I think we've talked pretty much about how we feel about the movie. I think we all kind of liked it. We thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It's an enjoyable movie. I don't... I didn't love it as much watching it now as I as I used to for Funny. sure and I liked it more yeah. than I thought I would like it hmm. so do you want to just tell us what did, you, what did you give it James actually there's one scene I just want to say oh sorry oh, I should have given we can go back and record this again oh it's, it's okay uh, there's the one scene what's the the bad guy's name the brother's name Bucho Bucho yeah so there's the one scene where his whole crew is standing there and he's like, I don't know what's with you guys. You guys can't catch one guy. You know, you say, Hey, you, I haven't seen you before. <laughs> and then everyone like Look, spreads it, you know, goes away from the yeah. one guy must be that guy. And then you shoot him. And then, the, and then he turns away like he's leaving. And it's like, Hey, who are these people? And then they all like go behind and shoot him. Yeah. I just, I thought it was funny. It there's, was some really, there's some genuinely funny parts of this movie. That guy that he shoots, that guy is such a good, stupid, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. thug <laughs> character in this yeah, movie. Definitely. So I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, mm. yeah. <laughs> His name is in the credits is Shrug because he's always like, <laughs> like what's it, the number to the yeah. phone in my car? Yeah, yeah. yeah. the phone. I don't know. What's his fucking number? <laughs> what's his number? <laughs> Come it's, on, man. It's, it's, it's your phone. It's the new num- car. It's, it's new car, boss. It's the number in the in the car. That's another thing. I don't understand. Like, what? Okay, what's with the car? Why? Why? I understand getting the car. <laughs> I don't understand understand the scene where they're he's upset that the car hasn't come yet, and then his second in command has to explain how there were like modifications he that keeps sending to be it done. back. Yeah. Like it was like there's no re. There's no need for this scene. Like, can you show me more of El Mariachi fucking killing people? They should have just cut all of the sex scene, uh, the scene where he's like explaining why the car hasn't arrived yet. Like this, like <laughs> this, like paperwork scene. Like, just show me El Mariachi killing people, or even better, show me Bucho being really bad mm. and killing people. Yeah, like give me a reason to hate him more. He also keeps saying. Take the car. That's why I bought it. Take the car. Take yeah. the car. Like because he keeps wanting to take that Jeep thing or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a lot of emphasis on that. car. <laughs> there is a lot of emphasis on the car. <laughs> I mean, and the only real scenes we see it are like the scene where Danny Trejo man, like he gets in a fight with them in the car. Yeah, and he kills some of them. Yeah, and then they shoot him, and then that's kind of it. And we see when he shoots at the shruggy guy, right, <laughs> right, to test the bulletproof. Yeah, uh, son sunroof or whatever sun but it, it just seems like the cartel it, they're just more comic relief in this than they are really yeah they're pretty guys. much like they're pretty much like henchmen running into each other yeah 
Like hut. Other hut, than hut, I mean, hut, other hut, than hut. Bucho, and I guess maybe like the right hand guy. That's his Who, name in the credits. Right. But hand. he ends up becoming kind of a yeah. He just run down yeah. in the road. It, it's kind of like the the terrorists from True Lies, right? They were very comical, right? Like when they're videotaping, bumbling the, buffoons, yeah. kind of. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, then might and that might have been on purpose for the sort of the comedic feeling I think it was. that's going on throughout yeah. the movie. There's there's lots of stuff that's supposed to be just funny. Yeah, I'll say it's not in no way is it a perfect movie. No, but it's it's definitely really enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna you know you're gonna have fun if you watch the movie. It's just gonna I think I think it's just a decreasing amount of fun as it goes on kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Ugh, that's just so that sucks. Isn't that a we? I never really even thought about it before. Like just fades to white, and that, that's kind of a pretty weak way to conclude a movie that's been full of like starts out so exuberant and just like full of bombast and energy. It, and then, it's really surprising to me that it was going to be rated NC seventeen because it's really not that bad. I mean, it is pretty gory. Like when they shoot guys in the face, it's like uh, they didn't use squibs. They like actually shot blood things at them so that when it hit them it would like explode in their face oh. and you can you can kind of tell when you watch the guys like get shot in the head in this there's like a real splatter effect or whatever um so some of that they even had to like kind of trim a bit uh we've mm-hmm. watched a much gorier yeah movies. I, I do think it is pretty gory but not it's nothing like ridiculous like it's not but then again i would like to see this cut of all the stuff they had to take out to yeah definitely it's no uh it's it's definitely can't be held up to like robocop x-rated no but that was x-rated <laughs> yeah but i've also we've we've all seen robocop not x-rated as well and robocop r is still way worse than this movie i don't know it's one of those things where it's like what are they basing it on because like Fucking some priest it, it's, and some, it's just some arbitrary fucking soccer right? moms like robocop the kills are all pretty violent but in but there's way more people get killed in this, right? So then, right. It's, what are they what are they judging it on? Like, and it's just any it's just arbitrary. Whoever the fuck makes up a thing of like, oh, I don't like that because yeah. But what about the Wild Bunch? Yeah, I mean, holy shit, that movie is way worse than this. It has a darker feeling. To, it's also to the violence. way more. There's also way more violence. It's way not, more. It's pe- not gory though. It's pretty gory, man. The Wild Bunch. No, yeah, not really. I don't think it's gory like blood all yeah, over. Yeah, there's the no, place. there's, there's like, a lot there's barely, of blood. There's barely any blood. Really? I don't bunch. think there's. I'm pretty much sure there's blood. a lot of blood. I don't think there is. I mean, for the time. I guess maybe I'm just remembering it wrong. For the time, it was, but not in, like what compared to what we watch now. There's people not, literally getting mowed down. Yeah, they are, but it's not. They're not. There's not blood. There's not like really squibs uh-huh. and stuff. It's just people being like, ah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> falling back, falling over. You're thinking no. of Shanghai Noon. Now, there <laughs> is oh my god. Lots of- well, I don't even like to talk about that movie because the violence is just uncomfortable. I won't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I won't even say. I won't even say the name of the movie around my kids. Really? Wow. I don't want them to even hear that. Yeah. I don't want that in their head. Shanghai Noon. They look that up. That's just. Yeah. yeah. What happens if they Google that one day? <laughs> you see Owen Wilson fucking trying to ride a horse. <laughs> Ugh. So we didn't uh, we didn't mention at all the the third the third part of this trilogy. Did you've seen Once Upon a Time in Mexico? Love it. Do you? I liked I've, it, I've I, it when tw- I saw I've it. I've seen it twice. I saw it when it came out and I saw it one more time. Okay. Um, I remember really liking it. I remember everybody hating it. 
Yeah, I remember it was not popular. I liked it when I saw it in the theater, but I don't think I've watched it since. I talked to Aaron about it uh, today at work. I said, oh, yeah, no, we watched uh, Desperado. And he's like, um, I love... Once Upon a Time in Mexico? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, so do I. Like, it's a... I remember... Like, it was far more plot heavy. That I remember that. That it was like much... It was a really intricate plot, It's very actually. weird. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, like, Johnny Depp's character is, like, incredibly strange. Yeah, and then Willem Dafoe was in it. Yeah. And um, I, but I remember really liking it. I thought, like, I like the stylized, I mean, yeah, I love stylized stuff. So, um, that, and how, how weird he was. Like, I remember the rest, the restaurant scene stands out. I can't oh, remember yeah. exactly what happens in it. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember it stands out to me. Um, but I remember, really, yeah, really enjoying it. Uh, Johnny I'd Depp's be, like I'd a, be interested like a, to watch that again because it? it's been quite a while. Johnny Depp is like a a rogue FBI agent, isn't he? Or CIA yeah, agent? yeah, he's like a dirty, dirty yeah. law yeah. enforcement. I can't even remember what that movie's about. I, I, I know I've seen it, but I have no idea. My initial reaction is, I feel like I really enjoyed it. Well, at some point we'll have to do it, and we'll uh, we'll bring ourselves up to date and see if we <laughs> still feel the same way. Yeah, we're running out of action movies. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we're not. <laughs> There's only there's only a couple left, guys. They only put <laughs> there's out only like, there's only really only, like three, only three well, or four. Well, no, I mean like they they they, they mandated it a couple of years ago. They only put out one a year, right? Yeah, right. They put out two a year in the eighties. <laughs> but uh, sorry, do you want to get to the ratings then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. All right, um, let's take a little break here. We'll be right back and we'll give you our ratings. Welcome back. Uh, so, guys, let's run through our ratings real quick, James. I want to, you know what? No, I don't want to start with James. Let's start with Dustin. This is your movie, buddy. Yeah. So, what was your uh, your overall score and your reaction? Uh, well, my overall score ended up being six point six. My reaction is seven. What are you? You know, in the old day, would have would have rated it an eight, but I'm watching it this time. I could see more <laughs> more flaws. So, but I see we all gave it the same for plot. Which is not, which was five. Which is five, yeah. You know, not, I, the, not the greatest I plot. think the plot was just a little bit too thin. I think it really broke down um, where we meet the love interest. And the whole brother thing. And is. the brother thing is just fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. they don't really give us a, a good, um, they don't really give us that oomph of like, he's out for revenge. Yeah. Like he's a little too slick. You get that scene, the dream sequence where you see, oh, they killed his girlfriend in the first movie. Uh, they got all the same actors for the, just, that, just for that shot. Or is his, I thought it was his wife. No, it's his girlfriend. She's just like a bar. He's tender. doing this for a girlfriend. And because they shot his guitar hand, man. Oh, yeah. yeah I do, we never talked guitar. about the kid. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about the kid. Oh, well. That kid, does that kid live, you think? Oh, probably, yeah, I think so. Let's say he does. Let's say he does. <laughs> say he does. Uh, they could have delved more into the drug dealing and how it was, like, really, I think what they were trying to get at was how uh, these these cartel leaders are destroying the community. Um, like, they, they kind of introduced that with the kid and how, like, everybody in the in the 
this the town is like doing something in regards yeah, to like drugs. Yeah, like they all work for Bucho in a way, right? I think that that they miss a good opportunity by like delving deeper into that. Mm-hmm. But because they don't really commit to anything. They don't commit to the revenge for the girlfriend or for the hand. It's all a bit muddled by the time you get to the last yeah. scene. Yeah. They they just he he lacks a little bit of focus in like why are we doing this like what's happening? He hasn't put enough like emphasis on anything to, yeah. to get that. I, along with you, gave it a six point point six in the end. Um, I did give it a slightly higher reaction though. I gave it an eight. Hmm. I really enjoyed it. Like I, I had a like a real good it time fun, watching it's it. It's a fun movie. There's not you know it's you're not gonna you know regret watching it. No, it's really good. Like I I I have no problem recommending people go out and watch this if they haven't seen it or go rewatch it. Um, it definitely stands up. It's not a proud Mary situation. <laughs> no. You know how proud Mary like won the Oscar. For best picture and right. just ugh, you know it was 2018's crash <laughs> uh, my overall score was a 6.2 and my reaction was a 7 um, I don't know if I'd I guess I'd recommend it you give it lower in pacing which is no surprise yeah <laughs> I was pretty bored through the middle and the last half so yeah Dustin you and I are pretty much like yeah, we give same. it we give it pretty similar ratings. Yeah. You know, we're all pretty close though. Yeah, oh yeah. Like we're all within like half yeah. half a mark. Yeah. Like we I think that we all like like the movie. Um there are definitely some some faults, but you you saw that there was a really good filmmaker behind it and that you know, it one day he'd make Grindhouse. <laughs> Planet Terror. Planet Terror. <laughs> Also, also underrated. One day he'd make the faculty. Everybody, oh, man, I like the faculty. It's fun. <laughs> um, what does this end up though? On the so this is six point five, and we get to have a de- quick we're debate. A, we're gonna have a debate. Yeah. So that ends up tied with Enter, Enter the, the Dragon, Dragon for twenty two. Mm. <sighs> man. It's a tough one. Do you know? Me. Do you remember what you gave Enter the Dragon, Dustin? Don't look. I don't, I don't, don't look, okay. you son of a bitch. Okay. All right. I don't remember what I gave it. I wasn't super high on it. I remember that. I, I remember I liked it, but I didn't love it. Um, you know, my if I was just going by like personal like, then I would say Desperado. Well, but I think it, it's, a, it's a it's our podcast. It's our list. Yeah, we can give it whatever. Well, I we can like. I can objectively think about it and go Enter the Dragon is probably. A better and more important movie, but I think I like Desperado more. So give Desperado a higher score. Yeah, I put Desperado ahead of it. I want to be the tiebreaker oh. in case there's a tiebreak. <laughs> All right, um, I would say Enter the Dragon should go ahead of Desperado, even though I might have liked the first half of Desperado. Yeah, uh, but. I think the significance of Enter the Dragon as a movie, yeah, no, I get you, is better or more. So that's what I go with. <sighs> so I get to be the kingmaker here. I'm going to go with Enter the Dragon. Originally, I think I, my thought was to go with Desperado, but I think that as a complete film, I enjoyed Enter the Dragon more. I think it's and I think it it holds up more. Now my rating, I don't know what my rating was for it. It could I could. 
be talking on my ass here. Let me let me just take a look here. Uh, Enter the Dragon. I gave it a six point six. I gave it the same score. Same score, yeah. Um, so I get. But what was your overall reaction? Seven. Seven for both. Seven? No, seven for uh, Enter the Dragon. Yeah, and that's what you gave. Uh, eight. Oh, it was eight for Desperado. Eight for reaction for Desperado. Oh. But <laughs> Enter the Dragon, I feel like was a better, an actual better movie. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna and argue with. I'm that. gonna say this. I ra- I would rather watch Bruce Lee as an actor. I thought he was a funner. Yeah, well, he's fucking great. I I think Antonio Banderas is pretty fun in this. He is fun. He I'm is saying, fun. but I think Bruce Lee was like genuinely fun to watch in that movie. Like, yeah, no, not he's, just he's like maybe his, a little more captivating, a little more you're drawn to, to yeah, him. Even like the on the, uh, non action scenes, he's just like mm-hmm. there's something he has. There's like, something about he him, had yeah. something about him, man. Like, yeah, a yeah. magnetism. Yeah. So this all leads to the big question. What are we watching what next? What am I what, what are we watching next? Well that's you're that's on you, man. So it's up to me. So we have a little movie. Let me let me just uh pull this up for you guys. Nineteen eighty seven crime film thriller. I don't hear the words action. Eighty seven. <laughs> that's what that's what Google says. Multinational martial arts. <laughs> Multinational martial arts rock band Dragon Sound embark on a wreck wave of crime crushing justice, clamping down on Florida's narcotic trade. We're going to watch Miami Connection. Sweet. Miami Connection. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) James is going to like this more than anybody. All right. Yeah, I'm excited to watch this. I actually had, I think I already have a copy of it. I had an anticipation of watching it at some point for this. Sweet. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, If you stuck it through, please tell a friend, like us on uh, Instagram, on Facebook, on wherever. But more importantly, please uh, tell a friend, uh, like and rate us on uh, iTunes or wherever the fuck you listen to this. Um, It means so much to us. uh, And we'll see you next week. 